You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 331, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra with you here. So this is a topic, episode 331, that I don't know how many podcast episodes I've done on this one, but I want to give it a twist and a new context in today's episode. I know that I talk about this in the Daily Dose of Inspiration emails. If you are not signed up for them, go to tinyurl. I almost forgot it. (laughs) .com tinyurl.com forward slash KV, as in Cassandra Vaughn, Daily Dose. That's tinyurl.com forward slash KV Daily Dose. Sign up for those emails because that is where you're going to get these amazing get-together talks that I offer typically every single day, but sometimes not every single day because if I don't have something that feels inspired and necessary, I will not create a Daily Dose email. So getting back to the episode. I have been having a get it together talk with myself a lot lately about this particular, I call it a spiritual life lesson. I know that it is for me. And I'm, if you're listening, I, I would guess that this is probably one of your spiritual life lessons. And what's interesting is recently I started to lis- listening to um, Alex and Layla Hermosi. I watch uh, Layla's videos, watch Alex's videos as well, and got, you know, I've heard of Alex before in certain circles, but really got turned on to Alex's stuff when I saw a, a post, or maybe it was an email from Jenna Kutcher. And so I love Jenna Kutcher. And so when she was like, I love Alex Hermosi's book, $100 million offers, I jumped on that bandwagon. And watching Alex's and Layla's stuff really hit home in a point that I talk a lot about, but I but I want to bring, I want to go a little bit deeper on it today. And so today's episode is called, Will You Love Yourself Enough to Be Consistent? So often I have talked about vigilant consistency, DMA, daily massive action, like it's this I don't know, this thing that you need to do to achieve a goal. It's this thing that you need to pursue and you need to build habits around and you need to become because it is the only way to success. And I still believe all of those things. I still believe that the fastest way to success and ultimately the only way to sustainable success is going to be by really learning to master vigilant consistency through DMA, Daily Massive Action. I will stand on that probably until I go to my next lifetime. Because it just, the proof is in the pudding, right? If you are visually consistent about a goal, yes, you change the strategies, but the goal doesn't change. Uh, If you change the goal, it's because the current goal is completely out of alignment with you. Sometimes we even still pursue goals that are kind of in alignment and sort of out of alignment just because we said we would. We made the commitment and we follow through. That is up to you to decide whether a goal is still in alignment or it's totally out of alignment or it's somewhere in the middle. What I know for sure is regardless of what the goal is, constantly changing your goals will tell me you will fail at them. Period. If you are changing a goal every other week, every single week, every six, like if your goals are not vigilantly consistent for the most part throughout your life, meaning you say to yourself, 
um, I want to build a seven-figure business. Now, the type of business you build may change easily, probably. But the the goal of wanting to build a seven-figure business should not be like one week you want to build a business, the next week you want to work for somebody else, the next week you want to... Um, you know, do just a a side hustle gig. Like if you are constantly changing the North Star for you, building a seven-figure business, then I don't even have to ask anything else. I know for sure that more than likely because of your wiffle waffle, because of your shiny object syndrome, that you're not going to get there because all the time you spend context switching on your goals tells me that you are not able to sit in the lane of tunnel vision vigilant consistency, DMA, daily massive action on one thing, right? That's why I love Gary Keller's book, The One Thing. And I love Cal Newport's book, Deep Work, because they all say the same thing. You cannot pursue 50 things at once. You got to find out what is the most important thing to me. What is the one thing that if I achieve this, as Gary Keller says, it will make achieving all the other things that much easier and tunnel vision your way to that thing. So let me get off the pedestal for a minute because I want to add some some deepness to that because it's one thing to say you need to be vigilantly consistent. It's one thing to say you need to practice daily massive action. But but that oftentimes for people who've spent years being inconsistent <clears throat> or years being indecisive, oftentimes all the things that I just said do not create enough of a sense of urgency to get them to shift, right? I've been having some get-it-together talks with myself lately about some of the things that I have wanted for years, that I have that I've wanted for decades, that I know I am currently running out of time to achieve. You know, there are certain goals you can achieve in your 80s and there are certain goals that expire at 50, right? And so for me, as I'm looking at the goals that I that I have said, like since 20, like even before then, and I'm in my 40s now and I'm like, why is this not coming to fruition? What I realize is that I am not being vigilantly consistent in that particular arena. Now, I'm vigilantly consistent in other arenas, but the one that I keep saying I want, for whatever reason, it's not coming, not because it's not meant for me, which is a fallacy we tell ourselves, rather than looking at our own consistency. It is not coming to me because I'm not putting 100% of myself in it. So the conversation that I've been having with myself lately about that particular arena and goal area of my life is this. I've been saying to myself, Cassandra, will you love yourself enough to be consistent on this? Will you love yourself enough to be like once once we start to break down that vigilant consistency, that daily massive action really comes down to loving yourself enough to be vigilantly consistent, loving yourself enough to do the work loving yourself enough. Like when we really connect, being vigilantly consistent to self-love, it becomes really hard to say to ourselves, I don't love me enough to be consistent on my goal. That's a re- like, if you can say that to yourself and like accept that that's true, that is a really hard thing to do. And so the question, I, I want to reframe this whole all in, 
daily massive action, vigilant consistency. And I want you to start to ask yourself the question, will I love myself enough to be consistent? And let me give you a quote. I don't know. Oh, this is Daniel Laporte. Okay. I do know who said this. And I love Daniel Laporte, by the way. Just watch her stuff. It gets better every single year. Daniel Laporte said, keep the promise to yourself, not out of a fear of failing or fear of karmic punishment, but from a place of love and inner power. Do it because you are learning to cherish yourself. Be consistent with what matters most, your self-talk tone, getting good sleep, sun on your face, tuning into the divine in the morning, hanging with sweet people and trees, consistently with love, Danielle. Let me read that quote again. I just want you to take it. Her words are just so beautiful. Like even saying them makes me feel better. Daniel Laporte said, keep the promise to yourself, not out of fear of failing or fear of karmic punishment, but from a place of love and inner power. Do it because you are learning to cherish yourself. Be consistent with what matters most, your self-talk tone, getting good sleep, sun on your face, tuning into the divine in the morning, hanging with sweet people and trees, consistently with love, Danielle. I want to hone in on this, this, this piece where she says, keep the promise to yourself from a place of love and inner power. And I want to ask you a question that I really want you to think about. Where is your inner power? Where is the belief deep within you that what you want, what you desire, what you're looking to create, A, you are worthy of it, and B, your belief is the, is the engine and the fuel to figuring out how to get there. Where is your inner power and how are you fueling it? And where are you driving your ability to focus and sustain and persevere? Because if you are driving your consistency from a place of fear, no wonder it's puttering all the time. No wonder it's going out. Because How long can you drive yourself based on fear before you get tired, exhausted, because you are literally emotionally beating up yourself? See, the thing I want you to understand is is this. Your consistency is an act of self-love. It is a matter of self-commitment, and it's the fastest way to build your self-confidence. I don't know how many people I need to talk to who say to me, Cassandra, I want more self-confidence. I need more self-confidence. I need to be more confident. Can I share a secret with you? The people on the outside who seem to you like they are absolutely the most confident people ever on this earth have plenty of moments where they don't feel confident. Confident is like brushing your teeth. It is something you grow and build and work on every single day of your life. You could be super confident and then something come in to crush you and you lose confidence for a minute, for a season, for a year, for a decade, and you've got to work to build yourself back up to it. So let's not make self-confidence the end goal, right? Let's make self-confidence the byproduct of self-love the byproduct of keeping self-commitments, the byproduct of tapping into your own love for yourself and your own inner power. Here's the other thing I want to say. 
as we're talking about, will you love yourself enough to be consistent? There is a point we've got to get to in our lives where we stop trading our self-respect for other people's approval. Let me say that again. There is a place we've got to get to in our lives where we trap, where we stop trading our self-respect for other people's approval. There is no amount of other people's approval that will ever make up for you losing your level of self-respect. Never trade your respect for yourself for other people's pats on the back. The math on that does not work out. Here's the other thing. Consistency is a superpower for one reason and one reason alone. Consistency compounds with time. The more consistent you are, the more vigilantly consistent you are, the more you say, I love myself enough to do this. I love myself enough to do that. I love myself enough to eat well every day. I love myself enough. I say I want to be a writer to write every day. I love myself enough to work on my business 30, 40, 50 hours a week. I love myself enough to let go of the toxic relationships in my life, even if that means being alone for a season or two or 10. The more vigilantly consistent you are, the more it compounds with time and it becomes A, easier to be vigilantly consistent on that thing. And B, you start to see the fruits of your labor in time, which is why people lose consistency because so often they're like, I've been consistent for six weeks and nothing's happening. You're right. It might take six months. It might take six years. It might take 16 years. Will you still be vigilantly consistent if it takes you 16 years to see the fruits of your labor? You've got to, from day one, be able to say yes to that if that's what it takes. The other piece about loving yourself enough to be consistent is this. It's really important that we stop doing the social declaration of what we're going to do. Stop telling folks what you're going to do. Let your actions speak for themselves. And this has been a work in progress for me for many, many years I feel like at 45, I'm finally in a place where I really don't tell anybody what I'm doing, honestly. Like, you don't know kind of the things I'm building and the stuff I'm, you have no idea. You know why? Because I know that when you are building something, you are building towards a big dream or goal in your life, it is like the first trimester of pregnancy and it is the riskiest trimester and it needs to be protected. It needs to be nurtured. It needs to be nourished. You don't need the whole world to know about it. Trust me, when you protect the first trimester of your dream or goal, you get through the second trimester, you get through the third trimester, which people will start to see because you're showing, right? Relation to pregnancy here. And you give birth to the baby, whatever that dream is, people are eventually going to know, okay? They're eventually, you don't need to tell people in advance, just do it. Do it and don't waste energy proclaiming it. You don't need to proclaim anything. You need tunnel focus, doing deep work, making the most important thing the one thing, canceling everything else, ignoring everything else, going all in, daily massive action. And then when you achieve the goal, you won't have to say a word. People will be like, what? They will be... she did what? She did. How, how did that happen? Yeah, because you were working in the dark, my friend. You were not out on Instagram and Facebook proclaiming things you haven't yet built. I do not. 
Listen, you can give your energy away to the process by declaring that you're you're in the process and you're going to do this thing. Why don't you just zip it? Don't say a word. Work in the dark. Give all of your energy to the creation of the thing. Allow everything to evolve and unfold. And then when all of it comes to pass, then you go post on social. Then you're like, boom, there's my dream house. Then you're like, boom, I'm, I have my dream body. Then you're like, boom, here's my soulmate. Boom, here are my babies. Like, then you take the victory lap. But why take the victory lap before you've even gotten to the victory lane? See what I'm saying? Problematic. So I want to go back and circle back around to this because... I've been asking myself this question in a particular arena of my life, actually two of them. And I've been saying to myself lately, like, Cass, will you love yourself enough to be consistent on these two things? Will you love yourself enough to give everything to it, even if, if it doesn't end up working out the way you want it to? Will you love yourself enough to be vigilantly consistent for as long as it takes to get there? Will you love yourself enough to do all the work just so that even if at the end of the day, it doesn't go according to plan, which most things don't, you can say, I did it my way. I went all in. I followed my bliss. It took me down a different road. And I am so thrilled that I showed myself that I could do, I could be all in it for as long as was required. And I could find the joy in the journey. That is the point of being vigilantly consistent. I know so many people are like, but I want the goal. I'm with you. I want the goals too. But I'm learning that it is so much less about the achievement of the thing and so much more about finding joy in the process of getting to the thing. That's the real goal in this. So I want you to really think about this. Will you love yourself enough to be consistent? And I want you to pick Two areas max. I'd prefer one, but I know how we all are. Two areas maximum in your life, two goal areas where they are your they have been your goals for a very long time. It has been eluding you. You know you really want these things. It hasn't changed for years. Two goal areas. And I want you to really sit with the question in each of those goal areas. Will I love myself enough to be consistent? What commitments do I want to make to myself on each of those goal areas? How will I follow through on those commitments starting today? Not Monday, not next week, not next month, today. And how will I prioritize in my daily life, on my daily schedule, the achievement of those two goals? That's what I want you to think about. And then, of course, as always, please share this with somebody you know who needs to hear it because somebody else does that you know. Share it with them and say, hey, listen to this because I think this whole consistency, self-love thing, we need to work on and share it with them with love. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of She Runs the Show. I will catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. 